0: Welcome to the power of makeup. In this episode, your host, Lan, is joined by multi award winning hairdresser and head of education at Tony and Guy, Kos Sakas.
1: Hi, Kos. Welcome to my podcast. (laughs)
0: Hi, <laughs> Lan. Nice to see you.
1: You too. Um, it's amazing. So, um, you know, you're this amazing hairdresser, of course, that I've collaborated with uh, God knows how many years, um, you know, from Tony and Guy. And the reason why I've brought you on here because you are very vocal about makeup itself. And, oh, yeah. you know... Yeah, and you always seem to understand the power of makeup, but also the importance of good makeup. So we're going to go into that. But first of all, I just want to give the audience, you know, a bit of taste of like who you are and um, your inspiration and how you've come to where you've got to um, and be able to be in that position, you know. Because I think as collaborators, we're all, um, you know, we're all part of the same wheel, aren't we? So. Um, you know, it's really important, um, I think, for people to understand. So just give me some insight into you growing up and your your first sort of moments um, and your relationship with hair, makeup, imagery. You know, is there anything that you feel like, like like that vivid moment where you were like, yeah, I know I'm going to do this.
0: So look, I'm I'm creative education director for Tony and, for Tony and mm. Guy. Uh, I've been with Tony and Guy since I was... Since I was, 28 years I've been with Tony and Guy, believe it or not. Um, And, you know, why did I become a hairdresser? To be honest, it was just a little bit of an off chance. Hmm. And I I, I went and visited them in St. Christopher's Place, just behind uh, Selfridges, Hmm. to their academy. And I walked into this place with no hairdressing experience. Don't even ask me why I walked in. I walked past one of their salons and they had a really cool window pictures and I thought, well, you know what, I'm not doing anything else with my life, why don't I go and check them out? And I walked in and it was just buzzing, you know, the atmosphere, the energy, the people, they'd they'd never seen me before, I'd never seen them before and I'm walking through the building and they're saying, hi, 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 how are you, who are you, well, you know, it's like, "What, what, am I home already? Wow. You know, and this is, this is kind of like how I almost bumped into Tony and Guy but they just kind of like embraced me and here I am, 28 years later.
1: Oh, so you stepped onto the hair world and you're still there, like with Tony and Guy, so you haven't moved anywhere else. You, that's all you've known
0: for your whole that's career. All, that's all I've known and people always say to me like, you know, have, have you never been curious? And I said, "Yeah, but you know, you know, when you think the grass is greener, mm. but you know, Tonying guys always offered me the next step. You know, you you know me. You know I like to, you know, keep going. You know, relentless, regardless. Yeah, and." you know we're always doing something new we have always got a new project we're always collaborating with somebody new with something different mm. uh, and every day is just a you know a different thing you know how many times a year do we shoot do we uh, work together you know to we do we create something new you know and i think that's that's the exciting bit and that, you know you know working with you lan this is you know one you you one of my favorite makeup artists but mm. also you know, one of my favourite people to collaborate with, you know, and that is, uh, yeah, I think it's our understanding, you know, you, you know me just by the way I look, you come in and go, D-d-d-d-d-d-d-d. you know, <laughs> yeah. we don't even have to talk about it, do we?
1: That's right, yeah, I can always, like, read you like a book because um, you don't lie, do you? <laughs> you're quite straight up front and you're, you're quite vocal about it and I don't know, like, do you think that's because you've had no... Um, Concept or idea that you know everything is new to you because it's not like you wanted to be a hairdresser, it just happened. Do you feel like it's like me when I stepped into the makeup world, it fell on my lap almost, and I had no inclination of what I'd be doing, where the industry goes, I, there was no information really to um, find all that knowledge. And you've basically learned everything on the job, haven't
0: you? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I've just been. In it, watching it, absorbing it, um, working it myself. You know, if you if you don't if you don't live it, I know it's a bit cliche. If you don't live it, if you don't breathe it, yeah, it's never. You're never gonna really capture it. You know, you've literally got to just jump in, and you know, from from day one, you know, I was told that this potentially, okay, not from day one. Three months in, okay, I was told that, you know, potentially this is a wrong choice, Cos, for you to pick. You know, I wasn't a, a hair guy, a makeup guy, a fashion guy. I was, you know, I was a bit of a lad. I was about you know, to I say, yeah, you're… I love my my cars, <laughs> I love my, you know, drinking, going out, whatever it is. You know I, I, you know, I didn't have that kind of essence, that touch. You know, so I literally learned everything. So when, when they say, you know, oh, you know, he's a natural or she's a natural, mm. yeah, you can have a little flair, but unless you really work hard for it and grab it, grab it by the scruff of the neck, it isn't, it's, you're never going to be the best. So, what, you know, so if- And I know, I know, you know, we've got a very similar mindset yeah. in terms of we just go out and get it and keep going and keep going and keep going, you know? And, you know, through this pandemic, I haven't stopped working once. If anything, I've worked even harder,
1: Mm.
0: you know, and embraced embraced the technology to suddenly go global. You know, okay, I love jumping on an aeroplane, but you know what? I don't need to anymore for the time being. And just the way we're talking now as well, you know, it's, it's amazing.
1: So you love all the travelling and all those little things. But how, um, what made you a better hairdresser? Because you've won loads of awards. So what do you think are like the key pointers that made you a better hairdresser? Uh, the
0: people. The people, the people you surround yourself with, the people you collaborate with. You know, there's no such thing as a one man job as far as I'm concerned. And you know, when we're on a shoot, you know, we've, we've got the team there, haven't we? Mm.
1: You
0: know, and, you know, the, the team are integral to it. You know, the photographer, you know, yourself, the makeup artist, the stylist, all the hair team, you know, the models, you know, everything needs to be right. So, one, there's the preparation. Because, look, one, a shoot costs a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Two. There's no second chance. You don't go back the next day and go oops, let's can we reshoot. You know, the days the day, isn't it? Yeah. You know. And if you if you think that post production is going to save your life, then you shouldn't really turn up on that day. You know, because you know, it makes a difference. So it's all about the people. And you know, one of the reasons why I ask you, Lan, you know, how many times do I really give you a brief? Or do I say, look, Lan, this is the idea, just be you, you know, and that's why I love working with you, because you be you, Mm -hmm. you know, and you give me the makeup equivalent of what I need to do with the hair.
1: Yeah. But in terms of, like, I mean, you've seen good people and bad people, you know, come across (laughs) your years, so what makes you know what are the key elements what what makes it bad compared to what makes it good so you said like you know because i come in and i just do it and you can trust me but we've built that relationship you know and i'm very like self-critical but you know what 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 mistakes like as a client as well you know when you're booking all these makeupers what is it that you're looking at you know what makes it unique you
0: know you know regardless of the makeup If you don't have your foundation and your discipline and your application and your understanding of um, the skin tone and the eye shape and the eye line and the lip and the gloss and the matte and the contour, you know, if if you don't understand all of that, then it's really difficult. You know, I've been on shoots where. You know, you ask for that beautiful, flawless, creamy skin, you know, and you turn around and it looks like they've had a bag of flour poured all over them, <laughs> you know. And I'm like, what? What is that? You know, where, how 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 did we get from you know flawless and to to this? Yeah. You know that makeup, don't you? You whatever that product is.
1: Powder. I hate
0: that one. <laughs> Powder. Oh god. <gosh>. Or caking. <laughs> Um, but you know, it's. I think you know, as long as you, if you've got the foundation, then it's easy to play.
1: Mm.
0: You know, it's, it's. If you don't have that understanding, you know, it's a simple thing. I, I say it's a simple thing, but I've, I've you know, quickly realised it's not. You know, even you know that little line.
1: Yeah. You know, I
0: love that little line. A little line,
1: yeah. yeah. A little flick, yeah.
0: A flick, you know, the, just the, the the difference whether it goes curly or straight, or when the eye opens and when the eye closes and, you know, the thickness of it and the point of it and the delicateness of it and the, you know, there's, I've seen more wrong than I have right. Yeah. You know, and that's just coming to the job unprepared.
1: Yeah. I mean, I suppose, yeah, it's like learning from your mistakes and because obviously you don't wear makeup because you're quite a man's man, aren't you? Um, yeah. Yeah. You know what? Um, how are you, how are you knowledgeable about make, so much makeup? I know, like how <laughs> how do you educate yourself?
0: I think you know you you grow to have an eye of and you and you grow to to understand what tasteful and beautiful is.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think you know, regardless of. Whatever you're doing, whatever your style is, you know, I always love that element of of femininity and beauty in, you know, even if it's uh, really raw, you know, or you're really pushing the boundaries of avant-garde and creativity, you know, there still needs to be that element of beauty. Look, you can even see, like, my, you know, my books all, you know, all lined up here, you know, from everyone, and, you know, is 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 that beauty, traditional beauty?
1: Mm.
0: No, it's not. But wow, isn't that amazing? You yeah. know, the detail and the delicateness and the colours and the shades and you know, this is you know, the makeup on that is just like incredible.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and I think you know, whatever it is, is is you you've got to have that beauty and that taste in it.
1: Yeah, I mean, like. Where are you getting all your references and things from? Is it, like, because you do a lot of shows as well, and fashion and shows is very difficult to break into. And, like, as you said, you've trained your eye, and it's taking you a long time, right? And it's the people around you. So, you know, where do you think it's just a matter of taste for you? Because it's not like you wear makeup or you don't wear flamboyant clothes. You know, like, if anyone's listening in, you know, how... They always say, "Well, how do you know? You know how, what sort of things you look out for in order to train yourself to have that taste?" You know.
0: I think also, you know, you need you need to almost like understand what the audience is for the particular particular job that you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, so if it's uh, you know London Fashion Week and we've done loads of London Fashion Week shows together, you know there is. You know, there's the designer, but who is the designer's audience, you know, and what are we trying to reflect? You know, clearly the designer wants to sell their clothes, you know, is, mm. is the ultimatum. And I think since London Fashion Week and the British Fashion Council have really re-collaborated um, with the media, you know, the way that we do hair and makeup has changed To say 10, 15 years ago, you know, where it was super creative. But now they understand that the ultimate goal is to be, for instance, in the Evening Standard, you know, in the top five shows of the day. Yeah. You know, because it's going to be mass red, which means, right, I'm walking to Selfridges to go and buy your clothes. You know, so the hair is, is beautiful and natural and wearable, and the makeup is also. Yeah. You know, and then you've really only got you know the big couture shows where you really go to town with the makeup and, and the hair. Then we do different shows, such as big hair shows, and we do at Tony and Guy a main stage. As you know, you've done yeah. a few of those with us. And you know we've got an audience of five thousand hairdressers from around the world that come to watch our show, and we've got sections from Label M. Which is our product range, and we're doing an advertising campaign for them—the Toning Guy advertising campaign. Uh, we do a London Fashion Week section. We do a men's section. We do an avant-garde section. Uh, we do an Essentials, which is one of our diffusion range brands. What else do we do? What whatever we're doing at the time, you know, a, a Future Foundation, for instance. So within one show, we've got six to eight different sections mm-hmm. and then we create a makeup look for each section that goes for there and you see it goes from that beautiful feminine wearability all the way to the avant-garde where it might be, you know, little, um, little crystals, crusted,
1: <laughs> <or> <laughs> glitter, little
0: crusted, <laughs> um, like red, what are they called, the little crusted, almost like emeralds, no yeah. that's green, uh, rubies, Yeah you know, all over the lips and we're, we're worrying whether the model's going to swallow one or not. And
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, the shows that you do are humongous and you've got such a powerful team like, and you've got teams from all around the world joining in as well. And that's what I love about Tony guys just that the people, it's such a good atmosphere. So how do you keep, because you've got loads of people that are there for years and a lot of people I've collaborated with have come from guy you know and um, and gone to do very well in the session world as well so how do you keep you know the importance of that motivation because you're always so happy and I know hairdressers are known to be the happiest people in the world um yeah but you know it's a secret there (laughs) because
0: what's the secret you know you know just going back to that point one year with we we're the happiest people in the world and the happiest profession to be part of. But you know, during this pandemic, Mm. hairdressers have really elevated themselves within the public perception. Mm. You know, when can I go back to the hairdressers? Look at my roots, look at my hair. um, Oh my God, you know, it's... And I think what's changed is the superficial side of hair is not just about how you look on the outside, but it's about how it makes you feel on the inside. So we make you look good on the outside, but it makes you feel incredible on the inside. Mm. You know, and I think it's that wellness of hair that has really just captured the public's imagination during this pandemic. You know? And literally our bookings and our online bookings are, are literally Go months and months and months and months waiting lists because everybody's just trying to book to get their hair cut.
1: Well, I'm never going but to get anyway, mine done.
0: I've, 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 deferred, I've deferred. Yeah, we need to get you back in soon.
1: I've been messaging um, um, for anyone that knows, like, uh, I get chased down the road sometimes about my color of my hair, funny enough. And, you know, that's Joe down. Joe does it. Yeah. You're a colorist who's, yeah. who has trained up some of the top um, hair colorists anyway in the UK. And, you know, it, it, it does really, um, the pandemic has sh- shone a light on how important um, you guys are. Um, more so than makeup, I suppose, it's come from a different self-care aspect because um, I suppose people can do the makeup, but the hair is like a 360 thing, isn't it? It's colouring, yeah. and it's just that whole feeling of getting your head massaged and washed and blow-dried. Is, it's one of my favourite things in the world.
0: It's the best bit. It's um, the best bit. You know, but it's, it's the, you know, it's the client experience, you know. Yeah. You can come in as a client, put your, your trust in your appearance to, to somebody, yeah, and then just let them take over, you know, from having a, uh, an amazing conversation, you know, to discover what you need to do. Mm-hmm. you know and what what you're what you want to achieve to that beautiful backwash moment that hair spa moment with a beautiful massage and a lovely conditioning and a, a time just to like chill out and then you know the experience to understand each other as as hairdresser and your client you know and your client becomes ends up becoming almost your your friend your mate you know and you get a special bond that you don't get with anybody else, you know, and it's actually quite intimate as well. Mm. You know, because it's, you know, where else do you go where you physically touch somebody? And you know that more than anybody, you know. Mm-hmm. And I see, you know, when you're doing, you know, when you're doing lips with your hand and you're doing eyes and such, it's, it's such a, a personal place, isn't it? Yeah. And people trust you, mm-hmm. you know, what one one two touch them which has become a big thing in this pandemic as well isn't it don't touch me you know but at the same time what an impact that you can create on that person's day week life yeah you know we 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 uh, you know i i think you know that's that's the bit i love you know that's the bit i love is when you you you, you can one you want to be the, the store you, you want to have a story to tell your client yeah mm-hmm. but also you want your client to tell other people your story you know when they walk out is tell their friends their work colleagues their family you know wow i just went to go and see cos or you know i've just had my makeup done by lan you know is you know if you're going to have that done just go and see that person will you because the experience is amazing.
1: You yeah, know? 100%. What, you
0: know, where, where else can you go to achieve that?
1: Yeah, I was just about to say like in terms of like having such a long career, you know, and how do you stay motivated and maintain your position in what you do? You know, obviously you've worked up the ranks and you've got that, uh, you practically help run the company and lead so many people mentoring, you know, how, um, obviously there's always hard parts, so how, you know, give me some insight into some of the most difficult things that you have to deal with and how you've overcome, you know.
0: You know, the, it, it's, it's a very personalised industry, it's a very people industry, you know, we're always talking, you know, it's about teams, um, it's about, you know, creative people and also uh, passionate people and people that are motivated, yeah. So they always want the next step. They all want the next step on that ladder, including myself, you know. And um, and it's very much about one managing people. You know, I've always been to been able to manage myself and give myself goals to to hit. But I feel there's there's two things I can do. One. I love going to work I think in 28 years the only time I've been off is because I had an operation on my knee so I literally couldn't go so sick or not sick I go to work I don't do sickies haven't I don't think I've used a sick day in 28 years Um, and I don't you know I couldn't think about not waking up and going I love it But also at the same time, when I walk out and I close the academy door or the salon door, I leave work behind. And what I take with me is I take the fun part, you know, the shoots, the inspirational part, the show bits. Um, I take our colleagues out with us and we go and have a drink, but we don't talk about work. You know? Yeah. And we don't talk about You you leave the work stuff there and you bring the fun bit out. And I think that's the big secret. You know, when you bring your work home and you can't escape, that's when you can suffocate. And I've seen so many people do that. So it's a bit about having the discipline, whether you love it or not, is having the discipline to differentiate, you know, what is your personal life, your home life, your friend's life, your family life. You know, if I brought my work home every day, you, know, you, you just wouldn't be able to recharge and reset and ready for the next day.
1: Mm.
0: You know, it's, and, and you, you just got to have goals as well. You know, set goals, reach them. If you can't reach them, why aren't you reaching them? Take a little detour until you get there, you know, and if, if something is unachievable, Mm-hmm. is don't keep banging against that same hurdle. Yeah? Find out the reason why it's not. Make that adjustment and get there and adjust adjust those goals or adjust the route until until you achieve it. Yeah you know I see a lot of people keep coming in day after day, day after day. Why aren't I improving? Why aren't I developing? Why aren't I moving forward? That's it because you do the same thing day in day out. Yeah, the way you wake up, and you put your socks on first, then then your pants, then your trousers, then, and that's what you're doing every day. It doesn't work. Yeah, let's change it. Why don't you put your top on first, then your pants, then just until you until we find the answer. I'm happy to do it with you. Let's discover it together.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah, but if you're just gonna be, you know, mundane about it and not have imagination about it, well then that's where you're gonna stay. I know it's brutal, but
1: no, but that's facts of life. It makes sense that the fact that you know to get that balance, and I think it's very hard, isn't it? Because our industry goes so fast um, that we do forget to stop. And I remember clearly in looking in my diary. We counted how many days that I had off as well. So I, you know, and a lot of people have a bit of burnout, don't they, at the end of it? And like you said, yeah. you see people just crash and burn. And I think, I mean, you're still doing it after twenty-eight years, and you still speak like as if you. Are just new to it, you know, it's still, like, um, fresh. You know, the, you know, you sound the, like you're still, like, so happy with
0: it. The, the day you wake up and think you know it all, mm. just stay in bed with you. <laughs> you know, yeah. because I know-it-all is not going to get anywhere. You know, I think every day is, is a new learning. Yeah. You know, you discovering regardless.
1: Yeah, that's... Yeah, it's always learning. Um, so is there anything that you would change? I mean, I know you said grass, not green on the other side, but if you're looking back and you've been through everything now and you're at the other end of the scale, so what, is, is there anything else that you would have done differently or wish you'd known that someone had told you? Because it sounds like, you know, you had all your friends around you as mentors, but you didn't really, you know, have anyone in particular that turn around and say, cause this is how you do and how you live. You are the mentor now. So what would you say to someone listening in? You know about your story. Like, is there anything there?
0: You know, it's, it's a, this, that's a, a really tough question. But you know what? I, I don't think I would change anything. I know that sounds a bit boring.
1: No, but it means but, you're fulfilled.
0: <laughs> you know, you, you just need to you you just need to go for it. You know, take every opportunity. Um, meet people, collaborate with people. You know, and. You know, this is one thing we we do a lot, okay, is, you know, when we finish the show, when we finish the shoot, uh, when we finish work, you know, we don't just go straight home. Yeah, we hang out for a bit, we have a little drink, and we chit-chat about it, you know. And for me, you know, what you've done that day is already redeveloping in that moment after, yeah you no know? and it's kind of what yes let's do this next week or let's do this tomorrow or let's do you know it's almost you know if you want to do nine to five you'll never develop yeah because that that recap moment afterwards okay if you just shut that down because you come home it's not it's not easy to reignite that the next day mm-hmm you know you've got to do it there while you're still you know when you leave the shoot and you're like yes
1: yeah
0: yes, you know i love that
1: yeah
0: you know is you know you're still buzzing and that's when your your energy and your mind keeps going so you know, sometimes it keeps going till like 3, 4 in the morning, but, you know, it's I've seen least... it from my
1: own eyes. <laughs> like, I've seen you, like, you've completed a shoot, it looks absolutely amazing, and then you still dissect it, and you go back to it, and then you've learned something new, and then you want to um, then utilise that to do something else. So, totally get that, and I think that's like an important um, element for people to take away, is that never just settle, oh, yeah. right?
0: You know, when I did those um, London shoots for the British Hairdressing Awards for London, you know, and I, I literally won um, three years on the trot with three very different shoots, three different styling, different hair, different makeup, complete, you know, if you wouldn't say, oh, that's Cos's pictures the next year, you know, there were total total oddball in it, you know, and I think it would be easy to maybe continue to win with a a winning formula.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: You know, but then, you know what everyone else has done? They've looked at your winning formula and they're starting to copy that. Yeah. Yeah? So you put something out fresh the next year and then actually on the the judging wall, you see about another 10 of what you did last year and you're like, thank God I put that to bed. You know, because everyone else has jumped on it. But it's about having, sometimes as well, the you know the courage just to go out. You know, is it right or wrong? I don't know. But if you don't try, you're never going to know.
1: Amazing. Wow, oh, you've given so many um, really good tips. That's <laughs> just you being you. So, I mean, there's so much there to dissect. And uh, just want to say thank you so much, Cos, for your time and oh, um, sharing so on much. that. I've had so much fun talking to you even though you know I've known you for a long time we talk all the time but just hearing your your story and your insights there it's just like ah okay it makes sense now you know it's like going deeper into your knowledge so I absolutely love that. Um,
0: oh, great to talk to you.
1: So you too so hopefully we shall see each other again on the next collaboration and uh, look forward to seeing yeah. what you produce next year.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I can't wait, Land. Thank you so much. Lovely to see you. You're Lovely welcome. to talk to you. You too. And look after yourself.
1: Thanks, Cos. See you soon. Bye.
0: Bye-bye, bye.